Today, my friends, I want to do something a little different. Today, as of recording and releasing this, this is September the 11th, 2021, 20 years after the Twin Towers were hit on September 11th. I don't think I need to go through the history of what happened, especially for those of you who are listening days after or the day of. Everyone is talking about it. But what I will tell you is for those who are listening later on, looking back on this episode, we are 20 years out from planes crashing into two of our most prominent buildings in the United States. And it would have been more if it was not for the brave uh, civilians on Flight 93. And here we are, 20 years later, with an incredibly sudden pullout from Afghanistan. And now the very enemy that we went in to defeat on September 11th, 2001, has complete control of Afghanistan now. Has our embassy that we left behind fully intact. And has an arsenal of our weapons that we hastily left behind. And worst of all, we have abandoned citizens and allies to be hunted down and tormented or killed by the Taliban. What I want to talk about today is not current affairs. What I want to talk about today is what those who were alive back in that time saw. They saw a reminder of evil. We were reminded that there is evil in this world. We were reminded that it has a face sometimes. Sometimes the evil that we see can be a picture of nature, perhaps a wild dog killing something horrifically for its food for the night. Sometimes it has a face. Like the kamikaze pilots who hijacked planes and flew them into buildings. We were reminded that evil does exist. And everything I hear from people... I. I don't want to say, I'm sad to say it, but it is odd to me that most people I talk to remember September 11th, and I have no recollection of it myself. I don't remember where I was. I don't remember it happening. I don't remember my mother crying in front of the TV. I don't remember dad going to the office. Um... I don't remember memorial services or anybody talking about it. I I don't remember anything. The only thing I know is it happened while we were living in Arizona. And I learned about it long after. And realizing that for whatever reason, I was never going to have a memory of September 11th. 
but everyone I talk to that does remember it, almost all of them say the exact same thing. They say that for a couple of weeks, no matter what side of the aisle someone was coming from, no matter what someone believed, everybody in the United States of America sounded the same. For a few short weeks, if you had just now tuned in to American politics, you wouldn't be able to tell who was a Democrat and who was a Republican. We saw the face of evil. And we united together. But for a minute there, we forgot that, that evil exists in the world. For a minute there, we forgot that people can do, do things so cruel-hearted and so devoid of humanity and compassion that they will do whatever it takes to accomplish their selfish goals. We forgot about the evils of Islam, if we're being honest. If we look at the life of Muhammad and we look at the things written in the Quran, we know that it's built as an evil religion. But we forgot that, whether we purposely forgot it or we just forgot it because there were more important things to us. We forgot that evil exists, and we forgot how powerful the enemy can become in a moment of ignorance. This happens pretty often throughout history, and in the States I think we can see it pretty clearly. It happened for us in World War II. We had a generation that had just gone to war to fight evil dictators and to stop nations from conquering and ruling and mercilessly killing and pillaging and destroying. We forget sometimes that World War I was more devastating to Europe than World War II was. But that's because we had forgotten what evil looks like. We figured out what it looks like in World War, in, um, excuse me, in, in the Civil War. We, we figured out that slavery was evil. To the point so much now, though, that if you didn't listen to any political pundits and if you didn't talk to anyone who, you know, cares that much about history, you might not even know that Americans used to own slaves. We've come to the point now that there's no remnants of slavery in the U.S. unless somebody brings it up themselves. But in that time... In that time, there was a recognition that what was happening was evil and needed to be reversed. We saw the face of evil, confronted it, and overcame it. And then, we promptly forgot it. We remembered it enough to go overseas for World War I and to stop the German advance. But we forgot it again. And this time, we isolated ourselves so much so that one of the most horrific acts in mankind's history happened right under our noses. By the hands of someone who a lot of Americans praised. You know, people who don't 
study history very deeply or just aren't familiar with it, I don't fault you for not being familiar with the history, but Adolf Hitler was praised by a lot of Americans for being a strong leader. He was praised by a lot of people in the world because we'd forgotten what evil looks like and therefore we didn't see the signs once it started happening. And by the time that we'd figured it out, it was too late. Millions upon millions have been killed and tortured and scarred for the rest of their lives and for generations. We were reminded then that evil exists. And that's what put us back into the global sphere. That's what got us involved in the Korean Wars. It's what got us involved in Vietnam, even though we, we pulled out probably earlier than we should have. We were reminded strong enough for long enough that evil exists. And that kept us involved in the world. And while so many horrible things were going on, at least Americans knew where they stood. At least Americans knew where they stood when it came to confronting evil. However, we forgot it again. We let things go under our nose. And then our two most prominent buildings in the United States crumbled to the ground. Then America remembered again that evil does have a face. And so we left. We left to fight an enemy. We overcame the enemy. And until just recently, that enemy was almost completely eradicated. Left in ashes and crumbles that they might not have recovered from. But then our military disappeared, leaving behind weapons, military bases, vehicles, civilians, and allies, with no one to guard them. And the force that had been sleeping for a long time was able to rise up again and do exactly what they set out to do. We remembered long enough to crush the enemy, but not, a long, not long enough to destroy it. And now, America has forgotten again that evil exists. Which makes me sad to say we may be due for another time. We may be due for another reminder of the evil in this world. And I pray that doesn't happen but I'm a, I believe that it will. So, while we're here, remembering what happened, I wanted to take a little bit of a philosophical turn to talk about how we forget that evil exists. And, oh, excuse me if you can hear my dog licking his butthole right now. Atomic. I'm recording a podcast. People are going to be able to hear you licking your butt. Yeah, that's right. 
He hides his face in shame now. I consider September 11th, 2001 to be the end or the beginning of the end of postmodernism. Because even though postmodernism is still kicking and is still strong enough to exist today, it's not nearly as strong as it once was. The philosophy of everybody has their own truth, or you can believe what you want to believe, all roads lead to the same place, it doesn't hold water anymore. Because we've seen what evil looks like. We've seen it, and we can't deny it. I, I was talking with a friend back in college, and he told me that if he could go back to any one point in time, he would want... And this is somebody I highly disagree with on every political and religious and ideological front. We disagree pretty much everywhere. But he told me, if I could go back to one point in time, I would go back to World War II as a pilot shooting down Germans. Because at least in that time, we all had an enemy that we knew was evil and could all unite behind to attack. That was one of the coolest things in the world to me, and it's one of the things that has stuck in my mind ever since then. When we see evil, we can unite against it. But we've got to see it first. And I believe that September 11th, 2001 was the nail in the coffin for postmodernism, at least for now. I think that it is beginning its slow death. And while it's been 20 years so far and it's still strong, it's dying. It is dying and it's dying quickly. Every day it dies a little bit faster because people can't deny that evil exists in the world. They even have to make up villains. They even have to paint Donald Trump as a Nazi. They have to paint Gavin McInnes as a... Uh, uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a, a white supremacist activist. Even though if you know enough about Gavin McGinnis, you know that's not true. Even if you know enough about Trump, you, you, you know it's not true. But they've got to paint an evil villain. They have to paint an evil. In true postmodernism, there is no evil. There's no good. There's no evil. There is only your truth. There's only what you define. Everyone defines their own world. And September 11th, 2001, killed it. It has been a slow death, but I believe it's going to die. And it'll sleep for a while. It'll stay dead for a little while. But for right now, we have a date to look back on. We have memorials to look at, to remember that evil does exist in this world. Further on a philosophical note, there's a couple of things we can learn from the existence of evil. In order for there to be evil, there has to be good. Good can exist without evil, but evil cannot exist without something to pervert. The enemy is the great perverter. Everything that God has made good the enemy tries to pervert. That's his goal. That is his purpose, to take what God has made to be holy and set apart and to make it twisted. In order for there to be evil, there has to be a good. You can still do a good thing 
without bad intentions. But there needs to be a good in order for there to be a violation of good. And while the question of evil goes a lot deeper than that, it at least starts the discussion. We know that evil exists because we can see it. But if we can know that something is evil, that means that there is some standard out there of good. What that is, we'll find for ourselves. We'll believe what we want to believe. We'll find what we want to find as truth. But at least we know that if we can all recognize evil, if we can all see September 11th as a tragic time when a great evil was committed, then we can rest assured there is a standard of good. And I would hold that the standard of good is the existence of God, his revelation through the Holy Bible, and his desire that all of his creation be united to him again. So friends, to wrap up a little bit, I didn't want to keep this too long. I know it's not lighthearted like the past couple of episodes have been or the direction of the show is going, but I didn't think it needed it. I thought this needed a more somber tone and a more reflective tone. What I hope and pray for in the United States of America is one of two things. Either a revival is started that brings Americans back to the heart of God, to where they can recognize evil and choose good. Or, and this this is a controversial one, I think, that true persecution does come because the, the church thrives on persecution. The church in China might be the biggest regional church in the world. And they're oppressed every day. Afghanistan is going to see revival. Perhaps what the United States needs to come back to the Lord is a little persecution. Maybe it is to feel like the only thing that they can do is to turn to the Lord. But I don't know. In the meantime, what can we do? My, my, my rule that I've been living by lately is if you're going to complain about something, you need to either provide a solution or assist in the search of one. My solution in the meantime is to live holy lives as we can see it and as we are able. Take care of your spouses. Take care of your children. Do not be harsh with any of them. Be generous and show the love of Christ in the way that you love people. Do good deeds so that men can praise your Father in heaven and unceasingly worship God. That's all I've got for you guys today. Always remember.